G'day, g'day, Chris and Paul, and we are back with episode two in our first uh, proper deep dive into some high-value content here on the Insight Sessions. And today, we're going to look at the question of, is your website holding your business back? What are some of the, the reasons why your business website, your e-com website, your brand website might be deserving your business rather than actually doing your business a service? Um, Paul, why... What is it about websites? I know we're going to go deep into this, but what is it about websites that, I mean, you think in 2022 everyone's got an amazing website. We were building websites 20 years ago on yeah. way different platforms. Um, you know, 20 years later, um, people still aren't getting their websites right. And obviously a lot's changed, um, what you need to have on a website, expectations around design and UX and all that stuff has changed. Um Let's get into this. What are some of the the big reasons? What's what what messes people's websites up and stops them from delivering you know, business ROI and business results for people? Yeah, I think I think before we jump into like that level as well, um, it's worth noting um, that the amount of people we come across every day in in our Facebook group. So we run a Shopify Facebook group with like nine and a half thousand members and a business owner community with like, is it 16,000 or something now? Plus our insightful circle, which has like another hundred people in that as well. Um, and thankfully there's none in that group with terrible websites, but in the other communities, I see people in there. And this is the point that I really want to like get stuck into is, um, I see people in there all day long and they're kind of what they're posting like once a week, like, Hey, I'm getting no sales and I'm not making any, no one's opting into, in, into our email marketing platform. And, um, you know, not much is happening. The phone's not ringing. We're not getting, um, emails. Um, and they post the same thing month after month, after month, after month, some year after year, after year, <laughs> after year. And I, and I, I'll message them and I'll be like, let's take a look at your site. And they'll have this site that is got like, it's just full of just no design concept whatsoever, no usability from an endpoint and user's point of view, you know, it's not a great experience. Um, and I'll kind of, and I'll ask them and I'll be like, you know, what, what's the go? And they're like, oh, I've just been having a crack at this myself for yeah. the last four, 47 years. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a persistent entrepreneur and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to make it work. And, I know that eventually it's going to happen and yeah. it's, it's one day I'll crack it. I'll figure it out myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, and I've, I've spent like $4 million on my website <laughs> or I've, or worse, other, the other instance, like I've been doing it for three years and, you know, I've spent like two grand on my website and I'm like, you, mate, you need to understand that like, this is having this terrible website is going to hold your business growth back forever. It's going to be taking time. Mm -hmm away from your family and your kids and your friends and what well, you're trying to build this terrible website on like get get some help and you know go and speak to experts who can guide you in that mm -hmm. and then the quicker you can get a website that is actually going to be can you know come into turn into a conversion machine for you like your whole business changes your whole personal life changes your, you know what mm -hmm. you can do is just so dramatically different and I struggle to have conversations with people who just don't get that. You know, they they will um, they'll have a side hustle business, for example, and their their job they'll make twelve grand a month, and they've got one kid, and they live in the suburbs, and their mortgage is blah blah blah, and they'll go and spend five grand a month on food, but they'll go spend five hundred five hundred dollars a month on their website, and they're like, it's not you're not going to move forward. Like 
by not doing this properly. Like, you know, yeah, if you were to just, yeah. for, you know, you, you start your business the first like four to six months, if you don't have your website nailed after the first four to six months, you're doing something really, really wrong. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't like go reach, join these communities, go in there and, you know, ask people for, for like, you can get free audits and stuff in your website where people will openly go, hey, you know, uh, I've landed on your website, dude, and you've got, your banner takes up half the page. You've got like a size size 400 font. There's a video that's 95 meg that loads and your site is really slow. So slowness yeah. is yeah, a really doesn't thing. work on mobile. Doesn't work on mobile. Like even stuff like that. I, I, I talk to so many people and I'm like, yeah, I want to have a million dollar business. I'm like, that's an awesome goal. And I'm like, dude, you, your website loads in nine seconds. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I pay $7 a month for hosting. And like, you realize if you paid $22 a month for hosting, it'll load in a second. And they're like, yeah, but it's a bit expensive. I'm like, dude, again, like you're taking, what's this the, is what what's I, the cost. Yeah. What's the opportunity cost? I really want to push that in this, in this insight mm. session is that, you know, like none of this stuff costs a lot of money, but it costs a lot of time. Like people really need to, you know, Swip, like switch the flip uh, on, the, on the way they're thinking and kind switch of the flip, flip the switch. Yeah, yeah, flip the switch. That's what I'm thinking. Sorry, I've got COVID at, <laughs> just for our audience. I've got COVID at the moment. I've got a bit of brain fog. But um, <laughs> you, you see where I'm going with this so far. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying this so I can sell you a website. I, I want you to realize that if you don't have the professional, if you don't have the skills to build a site that's going to convert for you and actually make sales, mm. and I say this as well from love, like. You know, nail that, nail that component before you go run Facebook ads and you run Google ads and you run SEO and you're doing email campaigns. Like, you know, like, don't get me wrong, terrible websites can convert when you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of visitors coming to your site. But yeah, a percentage is still going to go through. Yeah. But first off, you want to get like, you know, if you've got 100 people coming to your site, you want to convert like five to 10 of those people. Like, that's a good conversion rate. Mm. Um, am I making sense so far with what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think like a, a major piece, and this is exactly what I was going to say, this idea of lost opportunity cost, is, this is something that, as you're saying, this is people don't recognise it. It's how I've been built. I'm trying to figure it out myself. I'm, I'm watching YouTube. I'm doing tutorials. I'm trying to hack WordPress. I'm trying to figure out I can't resize my images, so I spend an hour figuring out how to do it. I try and hack some HTML and it breaks the whole thing and I have a meltdown and I've got to, you know, all of that psychologically is messing with you, but also just in your time as a business owner, there's there's stuff that you should be focusing on that's not trying to figure out how to build your website. That opportunity cost, it could be thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars in the 10 hours that you spend trying to fix your website pay someone else five grand right mm, or less and, and yeah. five grand or less two grand three grand get it up spend some money yeah and and boot and buy back that time right because money can buy back time but mm. that opportunity cost of for certain types of entrepreneurs and businesses you're much better spending your time in the stuff that you do great and hiring somebody else to do the stuff that you don't because that opportunity cost over time builds up and it can as you as you're saying it can really to decimate your business from the get-go because you're wasting time, you're wasting atten attention and energy and all these critical factors on stuff that's just going to kind of piss you off and annoy you because you're not great at it rather than I could spend an hour a day on my website or I could spend an hour a day on lead generation or nurturing my customers. 
which do you think over time is going to build you a better business, right? Yeah, like even if you if we were to niche down, so to speak, everyone gets super excited about niching down. If we were talking about Shopify people, for example, because I'm going to we'll throw this video in the Shopify community, we'll talk to them. But you know, for and I, and I can speak from this because I've got so much experience in running e-com businesses, and I've spent millions of dollars on my own e-commerce platforms but it's so easy these days to chuck a couple of grand into a shopify site and inside of like two three months you'll, you'll be doing like 50k 100k a month as well so i know a lot of people come into the space and they want but i don't have any money i've just bought all the product and i've just bought a warehouse and i've just bought a freaking whatever else you freaking want to buy you know but like the three that the two most important things when you start like an e-com business for example is the three three sorry is the user the, the user experience of your site the product customer service and probably the shipping as well give them a good experience give them the product fast and make them come back again they're going to come back to a shitty website if they've you know like if they have if they've had a terrible experience you know you don't go to amazon because it's a bad experience you don't go to catch of the day or kogan or you know we've got tons of clients that are small that are doing like 20 30 40 grand a month in revenue but they still have a nice experience you know and these people like i can speak to one person who's one uh, lovely lady that runs a toy business that's in our, in our shopify group she she knows enough and she knows when to stop and then she knows when to seek an expert to do it mm -hmm. and exactly what you said she's buying time so she's like all right i'll pay this person 50 bucks an hour and it'll take him five hours to do whatever during that five hours i'm going to work extra hard i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to make like another 200 dollars an hour so she's like she's coming out in front as well do you know yeah, what i mean she's, she's valuing like she, her, her time she she's not she's not a 50 dollars an hour higher no. like she's a thousand dollar an hour higher in her own business when you yep. turn, if you look at it from a value perspective right as a business leader your hourly rate that you the contribution you can make to the growth of your business is infinite essentially but let's say it's you know six seven eight hundred uh a thousand dollars an hour you shouldn't be anything less than that those tasks you shouldn't be doing even yeah, if you exactly. say you know if you're going to build your time out at you know 200 250 bucks an hour you shouldn't be doing 10 20 30 40 dollar tasks routinely no day after day after day after day um if you don't have to and that's yeah that that opportunity cost can can quickly head up over time where you where you look at the opposite end of is that I can do five hours of this or I can do five hours building my business? Mm, yeah, exactly. Like it's super important that you're mindful of buying time. Like I'm sitting here right now and in my backyard, there's a guy like building a veg, build, building a sandpit for my kid, my, my one-year-old. I'm like, I could go do that. Do you know what I mean? But I'm paying that guy like 50 bucks an hour and he'll do a better job than I will. I'm in here doing this and I'm going to make 250 bucks an hour. People need to start thinking like that mm. as well like yeah. um especially because like i said the the difference that it can make in your business when you do things properly quickly as well so yeah. like we we work with so many clients and that they, they'll come to us um, i'll give you some examples right I, I met a sensational guy steve wooten is his name i met steve like f four years ago um, when i was first starting insightful um and i was nervous as hell i met him and half his team and i'd never done this before and i walked in there and i'm like i, I met him in a facebook group um and the first thing i identified i'm like oh, he's a cool guy he's got a good sales process and what they do they help you get your products in the coals and woolies and things like this um and at the time he had like no website he had no no strategy 
He had nowhere to go, nothing. He's like, oh, we've never had a website, man. We just like get, we get phone calls. I'm like, all right, we're going to build you a sick website. Within like six months, just by having a website and just by running the smallest SEO campaign and AdWords campaign, he'd have to take on like six staff um, in his business to be able to accommodate with how much new growth that come in like I'm for me and Steve are still mates now on Facebook. Like the dude now owns a race horse that just won a million. You know what I mean? So like he, he got it. He's like, I don't know. I can't do this. Like you, you guys fix that for me. We'll just keep growing. Now I've grown so much. I can buy a, if I can buy a race horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, like people yeah. need to think like that as well. Like they could have a, so many people that I speak to that are like, yeah, what, what are you doing revenue wise? I'm like, 100 grand, 100 grand a month. I'm like, with that terrible site, like, man, you got to fix that shit and they'll fix it. And then within like two months, like, there's like, oh, we've gone to 250K or right now we're doing 10, 10, 10 grand a month and tiny little tweaks, you know, done professionally, done properly. Like, we'll flip it up to like a 50K business and you're like, oh shit. So it cost me like a couple of grand to add an extra, what, 25, 30 grand a month to my business and now from that extra revenue and that new opportunity that has cost a little bit they're like mate i'm going to put a manager in that mm-hmm. business and a va and stuff and i'm going to go down to the beach what these guys take care of my business for me so yeah i'm really just trying to illustrate the fact that especially now like during the COVID economy where you know like everyone is going to everything is going to start happening like on the internet like it already did in 2022 you know like you um you know telehealth and things like this and whatever you're going to get done it's all going to be done online now you know online mm. shopping online ordering online whatever a lawyer a law firm an accounting firm like you know again like i'm going to approach you to accountants they are the worst like accountants will you know an average billable retainer for a client is like what six grand a year or something you know and they'll spend five bucks on their website and like, what what are you doing like it, it just makes no sense to me why they don't understand it like you know mm. so i don't know if i'm making sense but i i hope people were kind of you know getting my point about do do these pieces of the puzzle very well before you do all the other stuff like i know there's a lot of people out there that are like have you know various attention kind of issues and they get bored easy and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I've got to do 600 different things in my business all at once to make it work. I'm like, no, you don't. You like, you, you fix this piece and this piece and this piece. And then when it's there fixed, then you go to the next couple of things. Don't try and stuff around with a million things at once. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as, as human beings, we, as a generality, we tend, we can have a tendency to overcomplicate things because it feels like progress. A lot of the times, as you're saying, when we're, we're doing lots of things and doing all of the stuff. It can feel like progress, but you're really it's just you, you, you're busy, right? You're creating busyness and not a business, right? Mm. You're, you're, be, you're, being, you're doing stuff, but you're not actually being very effective. <clears throat> um, another way yeah. to look at it is you're, you're focusing on the wrong side of the equation, right? If you're, if you, what you want in your business is for your business to grow, that's the thing that you should focus on. So how, how do you grow your business? What are the triggers that are going to grow your business rather than focusing on if that's the output, right? A lot of us focus on the input side and go, right, let's just jam a whole lot of inputs in and do a whole lot of stuff and that's going to create some sort of a result in my business rather than engineering what they're doing every day for that output and going, mm-hmm. right, what are the two or three things that if I did those every single day in my business, my business would grow 
great, I know these are the three to five tasks that me as the leader can do the best and I'm going to do those every day and I'm going to back hire other people to do everything else, obviously, as I can afford to, as I can yeah. scale when we're starting out. We wear all the hats and we do all of the things, but as you monetize, as you get cash flowing through the business, as you grow your business, the less and let the more you can delegate and the more you can get focused on the things that are going to, you know, the triggers, the levers that are push your business forward, whether, as you're saying, whether that is, it's probably going to be something like sales, customer service, user experience, you know, those, those you know, product sourcing, if you're doing e-com, building better products, building better systems, that's the stuff as a leader that you want to focus on, building teams, building your website and trying to hack together some HTML code that you've found on SourceForge or whatever. That's mm. not the best That's not the best use of your time when you can go off and spend a few grand and hire someone to solve that problem for you faster whilst you go off and do other stuff. So, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll add to that as well, like, Def, definitely do not go and start off with like a GoDaddy website or like a Wix website or any junk like that. Like if you want to, if you want to understand how technology stacks kind of work, go and get yourself like a WordPress site and throw WooCommerce on it and get a theme on it. Like you can get a theme for like a hundred bucks and figure out how it works. And then once you've gone and done that, and once you figured out your limits, then go and speak to someone and go, Hey, look, this is kind of, I get it, but can you help me? get to the next level or just fix the problem for me like it's I'm, I'm certainly not saying like oh look in an ideal world if you've got tons of money pay for experts straight away and just that's what wealthy people do that's what rich people do they they buy time you know but if you're a startup and you've got no cash figure it out a bit yourself and then yeah. do the next bit like i said go and invest in into you know the right person the right company whatever you need to do um so that's yeah i hope people have got a bit of value out of this episode for me again what, what i want to illustrate and this is my main takeaway for you though is don't just waste months and months and months or years of your time stuffing around on a website and doing 600 different things like you know like i said throwing thousands of dollars a month this is a really really important point that on people throwing tons of money a month into facebook ads or google ads or seo and then when people finally get to your website they never convert like you know get the site converting, get a good experience, ask your mates, hey, do you want to, would you buy from me? Is it actually a nice experience? Then once you've got that locked in, then once you've got data going, hey, I know my site converts at like four or 5% or 10%, then go all gun blazing and other stuff. And at the same time, keep in mind that a website is like a garden, right? It's not, so you plant it and you water it and you prune it and you give a fertilizer and stuff. It's not like a building that you, you build it once and then everybody never do anything else to it again as well. So that's also an important thing to do. Um, I might wrap that up there for now. I think we got a lot out of this episode. Um, and yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks everyone. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers.